Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are doing another quarantine movie from our roulette wheel. Uh, last last time we chose, or the wheel chose for us, Rhinestone from 1984 with Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. should be noted that Emily put this on the quarantine movie roulette wheel. Uh, yep, I sure did. Um, I just looked up, you know, worst musicals of all time and uh and this one came up (laughs) yep this is definitely a bad movie in our roulette wheel um and i don't even want to say that because of the horrible condition we had to watch it in (laughs) yeah that's true um yeah so we let's talk about that really quick yeah this that that plays an extremely large role in the way that i feel about this movie let's be honest so we could not find this movie streaming anywhere. It literally... The only way that you could watch this movie was if you bought a DVD from Amazon for, like, 50 bucks. And we were like, no. It's not happening. So I did no. find a illegal stream on YouTube um, where the image is displayed um, kind of overlaying this other image of like a plane landing in a runway in a field and it's like kind of distorted and the movie itself is about 1.25 times faster than it plays originally like at normal speed so yes it is really like high-pitched and what I discovered, because my boyfriend told me, is that you can change the playback speed on YouTube. So I watched about half of it before I realized I could play it at 0.75 speed. And then it kind of made it the normal speed. Like, it, everything sounded not as high-pitched and fast. Yeah, so Kimmy and I got through about, like, one-fourth one of it um, until she said, you know, let's... Because that, that's when I noticed that it was fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, well, I, I noticed pretty early on, but Dolly kind of talks slow and so does Sylvester. So I thought that <laughs> it was fine, but there were parts where they were speaking too fast and you could not understand what they were saying. Nope. So so for the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, it was fine to watch it at the speed that it was at. But then once they kind of get to, what? Can, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Once they get to Tennessee, people are talking too fast and you cannot understand a word anyone is saying. So yeah, uh, not to mention when... Sylvester Stallone because he he just goes <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the most perfect way to describe 
how he sounded yeah. through a majority of this movie. Um, but I couldn't even slow it down on... So I watched it on YouTube on my PlayStation, but mm. you don't have the option to slow it down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. in order to do that, I had to plug in my laptop with an HDMI cord into my TV and slow it down from there. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, oh I'm gosh. glad that you figured it out because I wanted to bring it up on the podcast that I figured it out because I knew that you watched it before me. And I was like, well, it's no use for me telling you that I figured out how to slow it down. And I'm glad that you did because some of the songs were a lot more enjoyable when it was not high-pitched. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There were some very enjoyable songs. Um, but, uh, yeah. So other than... Other other than the way we had to watch this film, which I don't recommend to anyone, <laughs> um, I bet this movie would have been maybe possibly 10% more enjoyable if we could have watched it normally on the TV with like a regular, with regular sound volume and like yeah. sound quality and stuff like that. I think that um, the enjoyable quality would have probably been in all the songs, all the Dolly songs, and just like listening to her sing... Um, cause, and, and, you know, seeing her in her outfits, like full glory instead of, you know, sideways with a little plane behind her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which she wears some, some, some pretty cute stuff. <laughs> she does. Um, she's, she's always very cute. Love Dolly. Um, she, she will, like, I will, I don't know. Dolly's so interesting to me. Like her, her, just her huge boobs. I just, they I can't. Are... like astronomically They're large and you don't really realize it until you see her acting alongside people who aren't that don't look like cartoon characters because Sylvester Stallone really looks and acts like a cartoon character and he's got that kind of super beefy really built up top portion of his body so like the only way you really notice it with Dolly is when she's standing next to like the club owner who's a relatively normal looking person you know right right yes um and, and this movie had a very cartoony feel to it yes. even for being live action like so yeah. we i think the movie starts with dolly singing in a club and we kind of like get to see this uh this club in new york this like famous cowboy club like I don't yeah. know. Like this was I think it's this was called like something... Rhinestone. Yes, the club itself is called Rhinestone. Um this felt almost like a like a nineteen thirties musical. Like with the mm, like with yeah. the spectacular outer view of the club and it just looking very extravagant and just with it being a packed house and mm -hmm. um and usually like lots of interactions with the audience. Like this was very and those those movies are very like played up and mm -hmm. not cartoony, but like just very over the top. And this, yep. this was just like that. Very good analogy there because I did feel it, especially with the whole heckling crowd situation. It really reminded me of like the beginning of uh, singing in the rain when they're like throwing fruits and stuff at, um, Donald O'Connor and Gene Kelly, you know? Yeah. And I like the idea of this club. It would, it's like um, up and coming like country stars come and like, you know, try their best here. It almost felt like a 
like an amateur night at a comedy club. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like you you go up there and you you sing and you know if the audience likes you, you might be able to become a star. And if not, like but but obviously the the owner of this club is is really cheap and is really horrible to his uh, to his you know wannabe stars. I mean they really mm-hmm. are coming to this club to try and get their name get their face seen, their name heard, and uh, and their sound like appreciated. And this guy just kind of takes advantage of everyone and just like just tries to make a profit off of He's off of very, these amateurs. Very skeezy, and he so makes much. a bet with Jake, which is Dolly Parton's character, that she can't find a random schlub on the street and turn him into a country star for the for the heckling crowd to actually appreciate and like, which is really difficult as we see. Um and she, yes. they, they kind of go outside and they're like, oh, is it this bum or this bum? And she's like, no, I want a better person. And Sylvester Stallone rides up in his cab and he's a horrible driver and he drives like a maniac. Um, and he like is driving this like Chinese family to the nearest restaurant and he just like nearly kills them in the process um, and drives all the way up to the rhinestone. And then they're like, okay, this guy. <laughs> Yeah, she says, I will take the first person to walk in front of me. And mm-hmm. then that is that is Sylvester Stallone, um, which his character's name is is Nick. I think no last name. No, he has a last name. It's Martinelli. Okay, it's not written in the... It's not written on Yeah, IMDb. he says it several times in the movie because, you know, his family's very Italian. So they really played up on the whole Italian New York thing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yes, I remember. I remember hearing a last name. Um, so, but this bet kind of arises because, you know, Dolly's, Dolly's a great singer and she really enjoys what she does and she wants to be famous. And, um, I guess another agent is there and he kind of like, he, like, they kind of get on the topic of like, uh, what's the, what's the club owner's name? Freddie? Yes, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, Freddie, why do you get, why do you get bums in here with no talent, like, singing all the time? Like, you actually have someone with talent here, and you won't even, like, give her a chance. And so that's kind of where it kind of stemmed, because she's, like, stuck in this contract with Freddie um, that she really can't get out of. And, um, and so that's kind of where the bet arises. Um, I think the plot of this movie is not bad, and I definitely think it's, it's got the, honestly, the rom-com essence to it that... I think it's because of the screenplay, it fails in a way, and, and kind of the performances by Sylvester Stallone in particular kind of, like, doesn't... I just don't really see him so much as a very romantic sort, so it's kind of a weird rom-com feeling. Romantic nor comedic. Like, I don't think he's a very funny actor. Um, I mean, if... if I, I have not seen very many, probably, if any, mm-hmm. um, Sylvester Stallone movies. Um, I think we might have watched... I don't even think I've seen... I don't even think I've seen Rocky. I don't... Well... I think I've seen scenes from Rocky. I think I've seen, like, several scenes, but I think Rocky is definitely something that we need to explore um, as, like, a unit, because apparently right. the, the, like, the third Rocky is, like, really, really good. So I think we okay. have to, like, build up to it. Um, and we should definitely watch the Rocky series. Yeah, he had a very he had a very minor role in Guardians. I don't remember if he was funny or not. Um, 
But yeah, so, and I'll definitely agree with, with what you were saying about the, so the movie, the comedic aspect of the movie really irked me because I felt like it was really, the writers of this movie were truly trying to just depend upon like offending people. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just like Mm -hmm. the parts that they were trying to make funny are obviously not funny anymore. Probably were, I mean, probably at one point were funny because, you know, Sylvester and his family are very Italian. They play it up. Um, and I don't know, even Dolly, when she gets to, when they get to Tennessee, they like really make fun of cowboys too. Like yeah. it's, they make fun of everything and everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this constant like harassment that Dolly gets for being a woman and just being a, a wanted, like, yeah, you know, an adored woman who everyone wants to sleep with, like was also not very funny to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. It just was, it's very dated. It, it was just depending ugh, way too much on things that just aren't funny anymore to make it funny. Like, that, it, like this isn't, this isn't timeless. Like this can't, this is only funny in one time and it can never uh, be funny again. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that the part was a little bit funny with the first man that they heckle on stage at the, the very beginning of the movie who's singing oh, a song about his, song. his his wife dying in a car crash or something. And and I or thought like that tractor. was kind of... Yeah. Like getting caught in a tractor or something. Tractor. And he's that singing was, That it. was pretty funny. And that was, I thought that was pretty funny because he's like singing with a lot of emotion. Everybody's like yelling at him. And he's like, it, it really happened. And they're just like, shut up, you know. And I, I thought that that was kind of, kind of funny. <laughs> but... I th- um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was just, you know, funny because it was a funny song, you know, about somebody getting stuck in a tractor. Um, Yeah, and then the fact that it wasn't a joke and everyone was laughing at it as if it was, like, a joke song, which, like, those happen. I mean, sure, yeah. um, But, yeah, yeah, I'll agree. That that part was pretty funny. But, yeah, like, I just didn't... I mean, I actually you know, watched most of this movie on the speed that it was given to me on on YouTube, and I slowed it down only for some of the songs, but I watched it pretty fast because I just wanted it to be over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and the writing, the writing for this, like, I, like, again, I'll agree with you, the, the story was interesting, and it could have been better, um, it could have at least been charming in another, if it was written better, but yeah. even when they got to Tennessee and Dolly was trying to get him to act like a cowboy, she was like, she was like telling him that he has to eat a certain way. And I was like, really? Like, that's not, no, that's not necessary. <laughs> like some of these scenes between him and Dolly, which were they have probably no supposed to be whatsoever. character development and yeah, show the chemistry that they have together. There was none. There was absolutely There was absolutely there. none. Dolly was trying so hard to make us believe that she actually cared about Sylvester Stallone's character and that she found him charming. And it was like, there was literally nothing charming about his character. He was he was no, a giant no. oaf. Like he just, yes. he completely, <laughs> like I get, like he just was so immature and he was so obnoxious, which is what is in this IMDb caption here, that he was like obnoxious. And you know what? He was, he was super obnoxious. And the way that he would sing, you know, I think she kind of, tamed him a little bit and i'm glad that he didn't get completely into the realm of being like a really good country singer you know that would have been a cop out he kind of just like was still himself but managed to be tamed slightly you know 
Yeah, I'm glad that, you know, they didn't make him magically become this amazing um, country singer, uh, which I really appreciated because, you know, when he wasn't, when he wasn't screaming and howling into the mic um, and just singing kind of, kind of slowly, like, I mean, and there are, there are a lot, there's a lot of range uh, to country singers. Like there's, it's, it's a very expansive genre of music and you could really, like, you could really do your own thing. Um, So this kind of rockabilly thing that Sylvester had going on, like, could have, could have definitely passed in the country realm because they'll they'll really accept anything as long mm-hmm. as you're good mm-hmm. like um but and then the fact that they try to like ugh, make this whole problem coming back that you know he wants uh, to be a star and then she's like he thinks that he's good enough to be a star yes but like yeah. but dolly shouldn't have completely just shit on his dream in but, front of I his mean, entire family in front of his entire family like, what the fuck was that writing <laughs> like, that was, so mean and so unnecessary. Um, yeah, it really was. But and the fact that it did, she didn't like the story was so like had so many holes in it. Like she didn't really have a reason to like not see this through. I mean, she took all this time, yeah. and just to come back and say, "I'm calling it off. This isn't going to be good." Like it's like right, because they got in a fight. Like calm down. because you got into a fight because you got into a little lover's spat. Like that's not <laughs> like. There's no reason to call it off. I mean, and we especially were rooting for Dolly to win because, you know, we didn't want her to have to sleep with Freddie because that was also the other yeah, the other uh, part, of, part the, of, the of the bet. She would have to sign was a five-year if... contract and sleep with Freddie. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and she says that in front of Nick. Like, she's yeah. like, damn it, at this point I should just sleep with Freddie. <laughs> and the fact that... <laughs> that Nick had like nothing meaningful to say. He was just like blubbering <laughs> after being like, "You were gonna, you were gonna sleep with Freddie," and then and yeah. then she just leaves. I was like, "Oh God, these two, There was nothing there. There was There's absolutely nothing. nothing. There. It <laughs> it was there. so. I mean, I I did like Dolly's songs. You know, obviously she wrote the music and. You know, her her outfits were really fun. She had this really fun, like, shiny, silvery thing at the very end that I thought was really cute. Um, she's just got that hourglass figure, so it's really, like, all these really cute, like, bustiers that she has on all the time that really just, like, make her boobs stick out, like, a lot. And her waist is so tiny. Um, yeah. And it's just, she's just great. Like, I just love what Her hair is humongous. Like, it is, like... It's like drag star big, you know? And it, yeah, it's yeah. amazing that she has any way of styling this. She puts like a little tiny ponytail in the back of it sometimes, which I think was so funny. It's such an I mean, 80s these, hairstyle. Yes, yeah, like just, just little non-existent ponytails. Um, I, the, one, the one outfit I really liked um, and the scene that I wanted to like more, but just uh, probably disliked was the one where she's wearing that blue like frilly dress, and oh, like it's dancing. supposed to be like it's supposed to be like the the real connecting moment between yeah. the two. Of them. That was not. That was nothing. That was absolutely and, nothing. And it was just really forced. I I yeah. wanted to like the addition of of 
what was his name? Bennett? Barrett? What's what was the other guy's? Barnett. Yeah, Barnett, Barnett. the guy who, who like was with her, like her partner at some point, and he was really yes, jealous her singing about... partner that like yeah. cheated on her or you know yeah. left her high and dry. Like when he sort of be- like did he sort of become famous again? I'm not. I think really he left her sure. high and dry. I think that's what happened. Yeah, and their kind of feud was pretty funny. Um, and God, it's just this constant fight, like. These, like, stupid little quarrels about Nick being sad that, you know, she she obstructed his masculinity. Like, he wanted to punch Barnett. Yeah. yeah, he wanted Barnett, to punch the guy. And she, and she punched him for him. Like, and he's just like, you know, I got, I got a reputation to uphold. And it's like, we, you need your teeth to sing. Like, <laughs> It was, it was a, like a slog to get through. And, um... <laughs> You know what? That's it's over now. Like we don't ever have yeah. to watch it again. Um, I I did want to like it more, but you know, I I wanted to at least think it was fun, like <laughs> in the least, and I couldn't even get myself to say that. I couldn't even lie through my teeth and say that it was fun. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, let's just. Okay, let's, let's look at these plot keywords. Let's see what we got here. Um, let's just let's just keep going. Here we go. <laughs> Bet, country music, sheep, reckless driving, organ. <laughs> oh my god, the organ scene! The organ scene was actually kind of funny. <laughs> the organ scene was actually kind of funny. Yeah. Oh my god. In so, the funeral so home. Nick Nick lives above a funeral home, and I guess he gets he gets free access to an organ. That's in the funeral home, like, even though he does not know how to play like any for the any funerals. instrument. Yeah, he doesn't know how to play any instrument. Um, and there was a there was a there was a funeral happening at the time, and so he just goes in there like wailing on this organ and just sing at the top of his lungs, mm-hmm. and uh, and the guy has to come up there and be like, "What are you doing? I said you couldn't use the organ during business hours." <laughs> Uh, it was, but it's just like it was such a long sequence, um, and it just it was it, too like, long. It lost its funniness. Like it wasn't even <laughs> that funny to begin with, and then it just like, no. kept getting worse. I'm just gonna read no. the trivia now. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the tagline while you're while you're looking through the trivia. Uh, the tagline is the knockout comedy of the summer. I highly doubt it. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bad tagline for this movie. The, uh, uh, okay. Um, Sylvester Stallone turned down the male lead in Romancing the Stone and the lead in Beverly Hills Cop before it was rewritten as a comedy um, to make this film. Um, really? And those two movies are movies that I know of, so at least they have, like, some credibility. I didn't know of this movie before we watched it. The next one is such a harsh jab at this movie. It It says, in an interview, Sylvester Stallone once said that if there were any films he wished he hadn't done, this film was one of them. But he did say that although he couldn't stand the movie itself, Stallone has stated that Dolly Parton was one of his all-time favorite female co-stars to work with. Aww. So I bet nice. Dolly would be such a such a such a little sweetheart to work and along she with. She said that her soundtrack for this album is some of the best work that she's done. She wrote all the songs for the the movie. Aww, Dolly. Yeah. 
like, and they were really nice songs. And she, she really is an amazing, you know, songwriter and singer. So, um, yeah, it says it's listed among the 100 worst movies ever made in John Wilson's official Razzie movie guide. And I believe it. Oh, here's one that's interesting. Some movie posters for this film featured a long blurb that said, <laughs> she's, she's bet everything, and we mean everything, that she can turn this New York cabbie into an overnight sensation. He has other things in mind, but he's never had a trainer like this one. Oh, boy, that is some bad marketing. That was marketing. on a poster? Wow. That was on a poster? Are you serious? That is... That's horrible. Oh, man. Oh, Uh, man. Okay. I can't believe they were like, yes, let's make Stallone sing. This this movie is just like A Star is Born, but the gender roles are reversed, and the person who they're teaching sucks and doesn't get better. I'd say he got slightly better. Slightly. Um... I mean, but but that's the thing. He just went. He just went from yelling to not yelling. Was that progress? <laughs> it's kind of progress. Is that talent? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, don't know. let's look at the Metascore. It got a thirty-six Metascore, which is honestly higher than I thought it Oof. was going to get. <laughs> Oof. Um, Oof. All right. Um. Uh... Okay, I'm going to read the Chicago Sun-Times at the bottom. Yeah, the Roger Ebert, yes. Yep. Um, It says, sure, Sally Parton has wonderful energy and a great voice. And sure, Sylvester Stallone has a gift for ham-bone physical comedy. But this movie is so thin, they both seem curiously absent. The TV Guide magazine one, which is the 30, is pretty great. Whereas the badly miscast Stallone never gets a handle on the material, albeit there isn't much to get a hold of, Parton manages to rise above the script, and it's a, and it's appealing. The multiple costume changes that she and Stallone make, however, are no substitute for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> oh no! I honestly think we literally just said that like five minutes ago. <laughs> Sometimes when we read these, Dolly like, wore so many outfits; it was unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. It really was. It was. It was. It was funny. Oh man. Okay. Let's see. The Miami Herald gave it a sixty-three, which is the highest it, it probably, one. Which is the highest one. It probably would not have gotten a thirty-six if it were not for this sixty-three. Um, it says attention-getting. It is entertaining too, but meaningful. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Why give it a sixty-three? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't understand. The rhinestone. Oh, sorry. The the New York Times one says rhinestone isn't unrelievedly terrible. It is helped by director Bob Clark, who treats the material good humoredly and takes it lightly, as well as a funny supporting cast. That sounds more like a sixty-three than a than the fifty that they got on here. Yeah. At least it's nice. It's it's absolutely horrible. At least, at least they're nicer about it. That AV Club one, Emily, you have to read it. I'm sorry we're reading so many of these, but they are just so good. <laughs> okay, I'll read it. Uh, AV Club gave it a 42. Wow, that's a really specific number. Um, 
For all its cornball charm, Rhinestone ultimately does little to disprove the widespread notion that the funny Sylvester Stallone comedy remains a pop culture oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, I'm done talking about this. What's what's the next what what's on our quarantine movie roulette wheel for next let's get this shit over with all right uh, oh shit i have to am, am i still gonna record spinning the wheel no are we gonna use this? i haven't even been posting them so don't even bother just don't bother all just right. take can you take a picture of it for me because i like to put the picture in in the art yeah for, that's what okay. i want is you to take a picture of... That's, that's all you want. That's all yeah. you want. Can you do that? <laughs> okay. Can you figure out how to take a screenshot of... of yes, a, a, I have I have a snipping tool on my on my computer. I can do that. Okay, but you got to take it of the whole wheel, not when it says the name. Can, can you do you, that? What? Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> no. No, I can't. Okay, then then you're going to have to record just, it. I'll just record it. I'll just record it. Because <laughs> I got to get it off. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to do that. Okay. Okay. Glad we Wind- sorted that out. <laughs> window, window button. Window button plus G. Okay, here we go. Window button plus G. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, I won't we be gotta able to do re- that. You got to read what's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> the movies we currently have on here are now Million Dollar Baby, Ghost from 1990, uh, Twister, Stranger Than Fiction, Pan's Labyrinth, and Top Hat from 1935. Okay, there is not a bad one in the bunch here. So, at least oh. we're going to watch something that's interesting. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So I'll I'll add I'll add some quote unquote bad bad films uh, after we uh, yeah okay all right it's fine it's fine um so let's record this all right and let's click the wheel here we go what do we got oh don't want the sound on yeah I want the sound on okay. And we're going. You didn't guess, Alessandra. No, Quickly. I didn't guess. Ghost, ghost. Okay, I closed my eyes. Ah, uh, it's Twister. Oh, <laughs> Twister, awesome. Yeah, it's Twister. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm excited. I, I don't think I've seen the entirety of Twister, so... Uh, I think I watched this at work, so I probably wouldn't count it towards I've seen it. So, so yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, I'm excited. This is something that I've really not seen. So, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, So, that's where I'm talking about talking about Twister next. So, tune in. Stay tuned for that. Um, If you enjoyed this uh, episode, or if you enjoyed Rhinestone, I'm sorry that we bashed on it for a majority of it. We still love Dolly. And yeah. We still love Sylvester. You know what? We, no, 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 like hard feelings against the actors. They really did their best with what they with what they had. Um, so, um, if you enjoyed this 
I've, I've lost it. If you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> you can leave a comment on uh, SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn. Um, if you want to rate and review our show we have here, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And can they can they rate us on Spotify as well or no? I don't think so. Is, is Spotify just another way of listening to us? Okay. Yeah, I think it's just another way of listening. You can also listen to us on Spotify if that is what you would like to do instead. Um, and if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast. Um, if you would like to suggest more movies that we add to the wheel, I kind of have a running list going, but I can definitely add whatever movies uh, to the ongoing list so that they will eventually be on the wheel. You can email us at All By the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. If you happen to have emailed allbythepopcorn at gmail.com, please resend it because we have never been able to log in and we never will be able to log in. We cannot use that email. Um, So, yes, please use the other one. And uh, we have merch and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. Uh, We plan to use that a lot more in the future once we get a proper setup. And uh, I think that's it. Did I miss anything? I just sent you a picture. You got to look at it before you you wrap it up here. Oh, I have to. Okay. Got to look at it. Got to look at it. Got to look. Sylvester Stallone is a cartoon character of a person. <laughs> is this your only note for this movie? <laughs> yup. And why is it at the bottom of a page? Because <laughs> it's right next to me. Just what are these know. notes? What oh. are these notes? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay inside. Stay safe. And if you're planning on buying gifts this year for uh, for the holiday season for friends and family, make sure you buy from small businesses. They could really use your support this season. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.